lifestyle. It's the bachelor lifestyle. Welcome back. You're listening to The Bachelor Lifestyle from theballerlifestyle.com. Episode 4 of Matt James season of The Bachelor. And I'll say it. I'll come right out and say it. It's a shit show. They've wasted probably one of the better bachelors they've ever had in terms of just being a real genuine handsome just friendly nice dude i'm not saying he's like mr personality but none of these guys are except for bob guinea and of course my all-time favorite bachelor byron velvick the bass fisherman uh let's break it down jason stewart joins me as always Jason, what's up? Hello, everybody. Hello, everybody. How you doing, pal? If you if you add what you just said, and I'm doing good. Thank if you. If you add what you just said uh, to the fact that Matt is like a uh, an outlier, he's never been a part of this. So everything that's being thrown at him, all this bullshit that's being thrown at him, he hasn't really experienced it on any level. Like. You know, when you do the Bachelorette prior yeah. to doing the Bachelor, That's you right. get a feel for what what the process is. Right. And I'm sure it takes you a little bit to figure it out, but it's all a bullshit way of uh, making good TV at your expense. Yep. Um, and I did find it funny um, that Chris Harrison, because we had a new batch of people this, this episode, he went into the room and said... Um, in the end, this is all about love. So he so he started it out right away with a lie to the new people. Yeah, yeah. It's not about love. In fact, it's not. there's a there's a couple there, there's one um, there's one woman in this in this season that's it's amusing, Katie. She's like trying to she's trying to play the peacemaker. She's smart. She's trying to play the peacemaker yeah. and she keeps saying, uh, we have to end this drama, this bickering, this all this stuff this toxic stuff. And I'm, and I'm saying to myself, have you ever watched the show? If you don't have that, then the producers are going to create something like that. That's what this TV show is, is the drama. So it's always funny how people try to like, she's like, we just have to stop this girls. It's like, no, that's not what this is about. In fact, they planted Victoria in the mix to make sure that never happens, that there's always drama. I'm well, we'll get into it because I I have more thoughts on planted people. Yeah, mm-hmm. there's something something smells after this episode big for time, sure, but big time. Um, so they they had some um they had some house cleaning to do. For whatever reason, the franchise bailed on the uh, the traditional format of having a rose ceremony end the show. I guess that yeah. wasn't dramatic enough. They have to. They have to end it on a cliffhanger outside of the rose to, ceremony. To hold you, to hold you over yeah. for the rose. It's interesting. Interesting uh, editorial decision, yeah. but that's fine. We're used to that. But anyways, they came back, and, and I, I was thinking, I'm like, what was the cliffhanger? Why exactly are we tuning in this week? And yeah. I couldn't remember it. So um, it really wasn't anything, as a matter of fact. 
Um, so they they came back and they just kind of finished a group date that's that they good. never got to. Yes, that was confusing to me. And look, I'm having a hard time paying attention to this season. I very rarely look up from what I'm doing. Last night I was editing the Baller Lifestyle podcast while I had it on, and I barely looked up to see what was happening. But I did kind of glance up and I'm like, wait, the show just started. Why is he on a date? What, how did this date happen? And then I realized, well, it ended with the Sarah thing last week, right? Sarah left. And then there, it was just, they're in the middle of a date. I, I'm, I was totally baffled. Thank you and for sorting it out. Yeah. And that's how, kind of how, I guess their one reference point was they had Queen Victoria with all the rest of the gals saying that uh, Matt decided to take out the trash and and Sarah's no longer with us. And that's when Katie like automatically like fought back like, hey, Matt, wh- why do you have to talk about someone who's not here? Who cares? Like, wh- why do you have to talk bad about her? She's not here. Of course, Katie's the only one who knows that that Sarah's dealing with a father with ALS that could die at any point. Um, and that kind of... Um, that was one of the more interesting exchanges in this episode, right? Katie says that among all of the women, and Victoria took offense to it. So Victoria pulls her aside and says, hey, um, I didn't like that you called me out right there. Um, and and that's going to have to stop. Yeah. <laughs> and Katie's like, uh, nope, it's not going to stop. I'm just going to always tell you how I feel. It's only getting and, started. Yeah. And Victoria said something like, um, yeah, well, if you do that again, I just wouldn't do it again. That's it's what she confusing. said. Yeah. And Katie's like, okay, yeah, that's fine. And, and she just didn't back down. So you kind of respect Katie for kind of standing up to the, uh, to the plant and the, and the bully. But meanwhile, back at this group date, not even, not, I don't even remember what happened in the group date. It was just stupid. Uh, there's like, there's always some kind of challenge obstacle course or something for, right. to, for, for no reason. Yeah. But there, one interesting exchange, and I think you can do a whole podcast on this, as you and me being two uh, middle-aged white guys mm-hmm. should do a podcast on this. Um, Chelsea, who is the uh, the model, it's very, very attractive very woman. Very attractive, yes. And um, Matt and her are talking on the couch after the mm-hmm. group date. Now, the subject matter turns into something that I've always been fascinated with. Chris Rock decided to do an entire uh, documentary on it, uh-huh. and she she starts talking about how black women are very emotional and conflicted about their hair, mm-hmm. and she shaved her hair, yeah, just very short, because she was just kind of sick of of the emotional trauma, yeah, of of deciding how she was going to wear her hair. And that she had been doing chemical straighteners since she was like three, oh. and then she just decided to shave it all off. Th- this subject matter fascinates me. How, where do you come out on all this? I just have no opinion. So, I as a middle-aged white guy, yeah. you have no opinion on this. Well, I mean, I'm, yes. <laughs> as a matter of fact, I don't. I don't know the struggle of black women in their hair. I will say this: Chelsea has a has a shaved head or just a you know very close cropped hair and she looks beautiful i mean she's very very pretty and you have to be incredibly pretty to rock that look with no hair or nearly no hair and it looks great it's, on real, her. 
it's really funny that you reacted that way because what I was going to say next is that if you, as much uh, interest as you took in that and as much information and, and a reaction to it as you had, Matt had even less. Um, the yeah. entire time she's talking about this trauma, and if you if you watch Chris Rock's documentary, it's fascinating. Like uh, black women spend so much money on their hair, um, yeah. as compared to their 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 general income. It's it's just fascinating to yeah. me. But they didn't get into it. Matt didn't even ask her about it. He was very nonchalant, uh, and no. the entire yeah. the, the entire time. Mm. He kept he, he had this look on his face like, I just want you to stop talking so that no. I can make out with you. No, he and but that's what he but no. that's what he ended up doing. No, that's not, he ended up making out with her. No, that was not my takeaway. Um, Matt was empathizing. He was listening. He she was talking about she was taking him on an emotional journey about her her hair story. And he just listened. And at the end, he said, I can't imagine what that was like for you. He was actually <laughs> doing. See, here's the thing. We as men, oftentimes, because we're solutions based, right? We want to fix. So a woman will say something to us and we'll be like, well, what if we did this? Well, how about, did you ever try this? Let's do this because we want to fix it. But most of the time, and this is, this takes a long time to realize as a man, most of the time, a woman isn't looking for that, for a solution. She's looking to be heard. She wants someone to hear her feelings. And in this situation, I think that's what Matt did. He was like, man, I can't imagine what that was like for you. That must've been horrible. Right. He listened but, and then he made out with her. But compared to some of the home runs that we've seen him yes. hit in yeah. these situations. Yeah. Um, it he, was he far he, short. You're right. He could have been like, let's pray on it. Right. Or how about, I, how about I um stop by your room every day and wash your hair for you. <laughs> but nothing usually he has some kind of, you know, I have a cousin who does, who deals with the same thing. We've had these conversations, just nothing. He basically wanted to that conversation to end so that he could tell her how hot she looks and then kiss her. And it worked. And she ended up getting the rose. So they go to the rose ceremony. Uh, Chelsea's good. She's good to go. Um, the, Rose ceremony, um, you know, discussions prior to the cocktail party. Um, it was just so fabricated because they're sitting there and a couple girls are going off with Matt or whatever, but they, the producers force the women that are all sitting close together on the couch. And what they forced one woman to say, um, you know, it's, uh, only three or four of us have, have, have talked to him, but we've got all night. And then the next woman says, yeah, I mean, I, I just think that by the end of the night, all of us will be able to have an, a special amount of time with them. And th basically, that's just setting us up for obviously yeah. this night is going to end short because they never show stupid exchanges like that. And there, there wasn't any organic discussion like that. It was some producer prompting them to try to 
exaggerate how comfortable you are right now that you're going to get time with Matt because yeah. uh, Harrison interrupts Matt talking to somebody outside and says, come with me. Yes. And they walk right past the women in the room and they're all, they're all speculating that maybe Sarah is coming back. Um, so they all mm, rush to the window. Pu- pulling a Chad. Pulling a yeah. Chad Johnson from Andy Dorfman's season. Yeah. So they all rush to the window to see this uh, limousine pull up. Harrison uh, does some bullshit exchange with, with this guy. And this is when it starts to smell. Like there's, there's something fishy yeah. about this episode. Yeah. And it starts to smell a little bit. Because Harrison's explanation just, was just weird. He said, hey, maybe you found your love in that house. But maybe you haven't. Yeah. And then and they said, well, here's five more chicks like what? That that's never happened in the history of the show, first of all. And the reasoning was was so like, like, I don't know. Cheap. Yeah, it was was a big lie. Got into this. And I immediately thought, oh, wow. I think Matt was like when Sarah left was like, well, I don't I don't know if I'm interested in any of these women like long term. Maybe we bring somebody else in. There's this one girl, Michelle, that I've been looking at on Instagram, and I'm, I think I might have a connection with. Oh, if we you, can figure uh, out some way <laughs> for this Michelle to come on the show, and, and this is all my speculation. Like they had to mask it around five new women coming into this program. Like um, there was the last woman that came out of the limo was this poor Asian woman named Kimberly. Oh, man. And by the way, what is Kimberly? What's what's her occupation? She's a nurse. Yes. She, it's the uh, second occupation that you, that you know someone's crazy no, with. No, no, no. Number one. It's the number one crazy chick job. Nurse. Sorry to all, nurse. Sorry to all my nurses in the audience. I'm sure you're, then, you're in the 2% of nurses that aren't completely nuts. And then hairstylist, right? Number right. two. Number, Number two, two. hairstylist. Because there's a hairstylist from Ohio, MJ, who seems like a really cool chick. She I like no her. Survive. I like she's... her. I've had I've had mostly very good luck with hairstylists from Ohio in my life. <laughs> Interesting. I'll, I'll just say uh, that. So Kimberly, Asian um, nurse, she may as well have been named going home in a couple hours. <laughs> That's what her name should have been. A complete... A complete waste of time. She was filler. They should have, you know what they should have had her do? They should have had her show up with her little roller suitcase. You know, like when they do the the two on one date, they they both pack up their roller suitcases. She should have just got out of the limousine with her roller suitcase so that she could roll it right back in when she was done. So, so my theory is uh, they've never done this midstream and a couple of things going on. My theory is that they introduced five new women to kind of mask this charade that uh, Matt has specifically asked for this Michelle chick to come in. I don't know why Michelle wasn't a part of the first group for whatever reason. Now she's in the mix. They hit it off uh, immediately. So they go to the rose ceremony and everybody is like, all the all the previous women, the established women, are so offended by these new women that come in. Um, highlighted by Brittany, whose name comes up towards the end of the show. Brittany's the first person that walks out of the limousine, right? And she's she's a hot chick. 
uh, from Chicago. And she says almost nothing to him and basically says, um, I just want to make up for lost time and starts making out with the guy, like immediately making out with the guy, yeah. right? Yeah. Uh, kind of a cool move. Um, Brittany, keep that in mind, right? So immediately so, yeah. everyone just starts hating Brittany. All the girls do. Victoria tries to, uh, to uh, gang up on her and everything else. But they show Anna in some foreshadowing saying, what, you know, this Brittany, she's from Chicago, um, a city of 2.9 million. So I definitely, I've heard of her. Yeah. And, and, and friends have definitely given me some information about her. The night, now, the, they're like, the nightlife scene in Chicago is very small. As someone that's spent a pretty fair amount of time in Chicago, I would say. Um, there's a, there's a bar or nightclub. There's, there's like several on every block in Chicago. There's, there's so many bars in Chicago. It's the number one drinking nightlife city in the country. (laughs) There's, there's no way it's a small world in the nightlife scene of Chicago. (laughs) And these two know each other. Get the fuck out of here. So, so there's a couple things that, that, um, that's, that struck kind of a, a nerve with me in this one in that uh, two incidents, I think, in this episode prove that they everyone knows about each other way before the show begins. Because, I mean, I don't know if this Britney chick was a, a part of a roster somewhere. Maybe Reality Steve released this roster and everybody did the background checks. And, yeah. and because Matt definitely knows who this Michelle is. And Anna definitely knows who this Brittany is. Uh, it all just seems like everyone's in on the in on the game except for the viewers, and it it was pretty obvious in this whole um, in this episode. So um, so Brittany is like you know she's the hated one. She comes in, she made out with him. She comes in nice and cocky, mm-hmm. and she puts Victoria in her place. She's, Victor- it, should, it should be said. <laughs> it should be said. Yeah. Brittany's pretty hot. She is. Oh, okay. And and she walks in and Victoria, who's the plant, the loudmouth, mm-hmm. she's like, oh, so you're um, you are. Um, what, did she, what did she say? You're part of the uh, the ba- Oh, you're the backup plan because you were the backups. You were on quarantine in case some, one of us fell out. I'm and so su- you're I'm the backup. Su- I'm surprised they left that in there because that is exactly <laughs> what they are They're They yeah. have a f- some extras. J.I.C. Something pops off because. Because it's quarantine. Right. Somebody somebody drops off right before you shoot because their grandma, you know, falls out of bed. You got you need to, you need to fill out the roster. So you got a few. That's why Kim was there. That's why. So are we going to talk about Miss Puerto Rico? <laughs> we will. But I will. Yeah. Okay. I, I want to say this about Brittany. Keep, keep she going. comes in cocky mm-hmm. as if she owns the room, which I love it because she was she was the first one that walked in to a group of established women that hate her existence. They hate what she represents. And uh, she walks in and Victoria is like, hey, so you're the backup. You know, you've been quarantining, so you're just a backup. And and and, and where do they think, think of you as a backup? And, uh, and, and Brittany was like, went right back at her. She's like, actually, I think he's just saving the best for last. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> Victoria is like, um, I don't think so. And then Brittany's like, okay. And she shakes and she just kind of moves on, like completely un, 
uh, unrattled yes. by Victoria getting up in her grill. So, um, yeah, one of the women is Catalina, Miss Puerto Rico. You you had thoughts on this? Miss, Ca- Miss, look, if you're, if you're going to come in as some Miss Puerto Rico from the, from some pageant, I feel like this is like a, because they don't say like Miss Puerto Rico America or Miss Puerto Rico USA. You know, there's there's competing pageants. Right. I feel like this is like the the double A of pageants. This is she's like <sighs> she's like the uh the uh, uh Toledo Mudhens of Miss Puerto Rico because I you know, I've seen some Puerto Rican chicks in my days and they're usually pretty hot. Catalina doesn't really measure up in my opinion if we're talking a Miss Puerto Rico crown. And also, she's immediately one of the worst characters on the show. How she got a rose. And I don't I don't want to spoil it, but it's everyone's already seen it. These these chicks come in and like three of them are no, four out of five of the chicks that show up get roses and they're he doesn't he only really meets two of them. It's insane what happens. It's so, so fake. And the and the Britney thing, Jason, Britney is a paid actress, just like Victoria and probably some of these other chicks. You, if I go on your show, if I go on your product that go that go gets put out to the world, and you damage my reputation in a way that could hurt my earning potential for the rest of my life could really damage everything I do forever. They said she was an escort that she, she should be suing the production company. She should be suing ABC. She should be suing Chris Harrison. She should be suing the girls that said MJ or no, no, Anna, the crazy copy, the crazy copywriter from Chicago Everyone should be getting sued. But the thing is, is that this is a storyline that was written for this season of The Bachelor. And this actress was hired to play that character. That's the <laughs> only explanation. You can't I, like you. Can, right. I walk onto I walk onto a reality show and they go, hey, did you know um, Brian murdered three people at a golf course once? And everyone, and I'm like, no, I didn't. Well, it's already been said about me. You've damaged my reputation. And oh, by the way, it's not live. The show is not live. You didn't have to make that a a storyline on this show if you didn't want to. But but you're fucking with us. You you our our brains are very small to you. You think we're stupid, so you put this bullshit in front of our eyes, and yet I'm still want I'm barely watching. I mean, this is it's 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 embarrassing to me to be talking about this show when it's so fucking fake. <laughs> so, you basically you basically give away the payoff, right? So, if you went there, I got I got to go there. So, yeah. um Aunt Crazy Anna Crazy white chick Anna yeah. uh, from uh, Chicago, population two point seven million, right. has right. heard of this girl. Has friends have sent her of course I, IG DM saying, "Watch out!" Meanwhile, she, meanwhile they don't have their phones while they're there. That's what, what, part of the big thing of the bachelors. They take away their phone. 
she uh, patronizes with rich men. So she is an escort. And yeah, they they plainfully have Anna say that on camera. Trust me, when you say this isn't live, like they left a blatant bully scene in the last episode that given the PC um, you know environment we're in, I'm shocked that they let that go. And then this as well. You're right. It must be that uh, Brittany, the escort, uh, or the, the one that's rumored to be an escort, must be in on this. Because you're right. This is something that that would not fly. There would be they'd be liable for for lawsuits. Um, it's a dirty thing to play. And I love when uh, when Anna she uh, confronts Brittany about being an escort in front of the girls on the yes. on the group day. Yeah. <laughs> and then Anna, after Brittany. Um, is emotional and denies everything about it. Of course. Anna says, well, that's why I'm glad we had this talk. Uh, yeah. <laughs> like, yeah. Yeah. You're glad yes. that we yes. had this talk as a group where I was able to get the, the mention out there that you're an escort. Yes. I'm glad we had this and talk. Here's the, here's the problem with the show. When they, when they shoehorn in Victoria, they, they write in this bullshit. She's an escort storyline with Brittany. You're missing the nuance here. We don't get, as an audience, we don't get the magic of Anna, who is clearly fucking insane. (laughs) Right. Which she could have so much more screen time and we could be really exposed to someone who is mentally ill, which is why we watch this show in the first place. But we're not because they think we're stupid and they think we need this fake drama shoved down our throat that's written by writers who should all be in jail. <laughs> so we're going to see how that plays out, right? That's the tease for next episode. Tease it. Um, you know, Katie, who um, who has become the the better angel of this entire season. She's the one that wants all the drama to stop. She goes to Matt towards the end of the episode and says, look, there's a lot of toxic shit going on. Somebody's accusing something of somebody else, and it's going to affect livelihoods, bullying, uh, rumors. Maybe you want to address it in, in your next, you know, when you address this all. So it's like um, Katie did, did two things there, right? She... She let Matt know about the drama, so that creates drama for the show and a, and a tease for next episode. And she officially became Matt's pal. Like, yeah. she's a pal now. She's never gonna be the she's never gonna be the fiance. Yes. She's just gonna be the girl that he keeps around because she gives him shit. Do you, and do you she's rem- straight with Do him. you remember the show, um, Rock of Love, featuring mm-hmm. w- the wig wearing? <laughs> Brett Michaels, formerly of, or oh yeah, probably currently in the band Poison. He he did that. He would he would have one of the broads be like his sidekick, like his his henchwoman, and feed him information about the rest of the girls. <laughs> it's a smart play. You buddy up with one, you get your info. Yeah. She's not going to win the show, but she can right. linger around and get some screen time. Because every single season has this one person that feels like ethically she needs to let the subject know about things back at the house. And that's a, that's a real dicey play because 
you're spending time that you could be spending getting to know the person, talking talking about the other girls. It's a dicey play, but it also cements her standing as just a, a, a pal uh, that with no loving relationship. So, um, but so that's the big drama of this episode. Um, how it was kind of filled in was when all of these five women are thrown into this. They started with 18, and now they have 23, and we're in episode four or five. We don't need so more. We, need, we don't need more. We need fewer. That's, That's the whole but, point. we got to weed out, the t- separate the wheat from the chaff, as they say. That, that's why my theory that he needed this Michelle in the show at some point. So um, there, I made a con- I, I wrote a note that like at some point, like, when all these girls kept walking in, they just kept showing testimonials of all the established girls getting yeah, pissed off. Of course. Like Mari was like, um, I'm not good with this. Like, this is not cool. And I thought to myself, Hey Mari, um, the show is not called 25 women and their feelings. <laughs> it's called the bachelor. So be- because, because, because you, because you actually, because you're offended, because you're not good with this, it doesn't matter to the grand scheme of things. And they're not introducing five women unless Matt did something to prompt it. That and and by the way, all these other women were pissed off because they're taking time from me. Now I don't get to spend time with him, and if he sends me home, I'm gypped. How about this, Matt? was already going to send you home. He already made up his mind that like the familiarity of you being there was Matt knowing that you're not the right person for him and you're going to go home. So it didn't matter that five new women are worked into the mix. You're going home. So the rose ceremony, two uh, established women go home. Yeah. Including didn't Kayla. recognize him. Well, Kay was the North Carolina oh. came in on the pickup. Um, so she got sent yes, home yeah. and then, uh, he sent home, uh, the Asian nurse, of course. Kim. And then another, another new girl. So he kept three of the five, three of the five, which I think he had to, to keep up the ruse. Like if he had just kept the one he wanted, it would have been a little bit more fishy. I mean, th- it's, it's insane because, um, look, um, Maggie, the, air quotes, 32-year-old Ethiopian (laughs) pharmacist. And again, I'm going to need to see some long-form birth certificate on this. I'm talking, I'm not talking a photocopy. I need an original front and back. From what African country? Ethiopia. Um, Ethiopia, they don't do a lot of canoeing or they don't do a lot of kayaking there, I guess. That's right. She's still there for some reason. Kit resting bit bitch face who should literally have her Instagram handle and her hashtags on her clothing at all times. Like a, like a, uh, like a, a NASCAR driver does on his fire suit because she's 21. She's not there to find love. She, but she lingers. She's still around. Like, what are we doing on this show? So the producer picks, of course. There were there there was this it was essential that um, there were at least five producer picks and this is what they said to him they said Matt you need to keep two other new girls other than this Michelle chick yeah. just to keep up the ruse yeah. 
And then you need to keep Anna on because she's a rival with Brittany because she's in the same city of 2.7 million people and they know about each other. And we need that rivalry. And you need to keep our plant, Victoria, who survives another rose ceremony. And she's ridiculous. Unbelievable. So, um, so the producers picked those five and said, you know, take your pick of the rest. And, um, so we get back to just kind of the normal, uh, group date and, um, and Harrison, let's see here. Oh yeah. Harrison tells him about falling in love. That's why Ben Higgins makes a return. Oh my God. One of the, the least interesting bachelors of all time. And what, why does Ben Higgins and Ashley, I, and Jared, are, it's just, you cannot, they cannot trot them out enough. Who, who is asking for more of these people? Who's, it's, it's, who's oh, clamoring for more right. Ben Higgins? No one. They must have done some kind of a focus group or they love yeah. it when they bring back the Bachelor family because the, the subject that comes back never really offers much. It's always under the guise of, you know, I'm really looking forward to talking to somebody who's been through this. And that yeah. as long as that's the case, I guess you could bring anybody on every single week. Um, so they do this stupid ass obstacle course where the winner gets a special prize, according to Harrison. <laughs> um, Mari wins again. By the way, Mari got the uh, got the prize the last time they did something mm-hmm. physical. And mm-hmm. then she wins again. Yeah. And you're thinking the special prize is like you and Matt get to go off and do a date tonight. No, it was a trophy with two squirrel it's acorns. Unbelievable. Unbelievable. A tr- and a trophy with two acorns. That was a special prize. I'm a Mari fan. I think Mari's attractive. Like I'm I'm happy that Mari's there winning competitions. I like Mari. And somebody on my Twitter, and this person is a bad person or it's somebody with bad eyesight. He he somebody tweeted at me and he might have cc'd you on it jason this week that rachel is probably the eighth hottest girl on this season of the bachelor oh man i didn't see that tweet i would have remembered that no because that's just a bad opinion you know what that is you know what that is jason it's a weak take well it's just somebody who lacks taste i mean yes of course she yeah no she's she's the best looking uh woman on the Yes. On the uh, season, for sure. Okay. Continue. Um, I did find it funny um, that they, Victoria was caught on camera saying, Brittany lacks class. And that's Queen Victoria saying that somebody else lacks class. I yeah, thought that was great. kind of funny. That's great. Um, so, anyways, Mari gets the Acorns trophy. But in the uh, cocktails afterwards... Mm-hmm. Uh, Brie gets the rose and yet again, I mean, Matt usually hits home runs in these situations and Brie, she was sitting there feeling a little insecure. You know, she was like, you know, after our one-on-one, I thought it was going to be, you know, I thought I, I felt secure. And then ever since then I haven't. And, and he said, what do you say? He goes to his, his go-to line. How can I make you more comfortable? Yeah. What can what can I do? What can I do to make hey, you feel better? Hey, it's smooth. Love it. It's a smooth oh, yeah. move. Yeah. Women love that line. Um, Brie ends up getting the rose of the group date, but it wasn't without drama, right? Because because uh, Brittany 
is um, Brittany and Anna are rivals and they go at it and they basically had the exchange that you and I have already talked about. Um, let me get your thoughts on this. There's two things that happen almost every single scene with Matt. Uh, his pants are way too tight. And because you're the fashion guy between the two of us, I don't pay mm -hmm. attention much to mm -hmm. it. What do you think about the different assortments of turtlenecks that this guy goes with? It's a good look for him. I'll be honest. It's a good look for him. I, uh, he's got, you, you really need the right kind of body and neck to rock a turtleneck. He's like six feet seven or something. Six, six. It's a good, it's a good look. I, often have i'm actually in the market for a corduroy suit and i was thinking about rocking <laughs> i was thinking but the problem is there's nowhere to go so i don't why would you buy clothes there's literally you're literally not allowed outside of your house so i think I'm, you're right there's there's nothing online there's no retail that sells clothes no, there you're is right. there have, is you definitely have to go there is, no what i'm saying is there's nowhere to wear clothes too i could in <laughs> fact acquire the the tan corduroy suit that I've oh, had my okay. eye on, but I, I, I've chosen not to pull the trigger because I have nowhere to wear it. Where to. are you going to go? Right. I got gotcha, you. Where are you going to go? Gotcha. But that is a look that you can pull off with the, with the, um, with like a cashmere, uh, uh, turtleneck underneath the suit. I would rock that look and I don't have the kind of build that our friend, um, Matt James does. So I like it. I like that look. And he, he loves the earth tones. There's yeah, a good. lot of greens, mm -hmm. a lot of beige, a lot of yellows. Yep. Um, yeah, not my, th I can't pull off the tight no, pants with no, the turtlenecks, no. but he seems to pull it off. Um, so it basically comes down to the one person that, that I have this theory about. Michelle was one of the new women um, that they hit it off right away. And he chose to take her on a one-on-one -on -one date um, I mean, all the established women were pissed off. He's actually going to take a newer girl on a one-on-one -on -one day. Yeah. And he does. Michelle's a, an ex-athlete. She must have, she's very tall. Is she the, is she the greatest athlete in bachelor history? She, she might be, but they were not in heels and she's like only looking up like four inches. So she's got, oh, wow. she's got a lot of height going there. I didn't notice um, that. And she's she's cool. She's got a great uh, attitude and stuff. They do this thing on their date where they're zip lining, um, and then they do some kind of balloon popping thing with questions in it. Stupid. And then they they end their date with a hot air balloon trip. Um, and they you know they start to make out on their hot air balloon trip. But there was a, an amusing, uh, totally fabricated thing. Um, they had three or four of the women back at the the women's suite um, on the balcony looking up at the air balloon. Um, and one of them, they forced to say these words. Um, we just happened to look out and there is Matt and Michelle in a hot air balloon. We just happened to look out. Um, three of the four women had binoculars. Yeah, of course. Yeah. <laughs> they had, but how often does one just come across binoculars? It's crazy. So, uh, so they were looking through their binoculars at the hot air balloon where the, uh, where Matt and Michelle were making out. Um, Matt and Michelle hit it off and shows an educator from Minnesota. She starts talking to him about the pandemic and George Floyd, which happened in Minneapolis, Minnesota over, up there. 
Um, something just smells about this. It's going far too well. I think Matt's way into it. And then she did something that was very amusing. She um, she was talking about making an impact with her kids. And she tries to pull this off. I think all of us are pretty guilty of this. But she took she just blatantly stole uh, a quote. She, But she kind of worked it in as if it was her own words. Oh, and she said something along, along the lines of, you know what? A lot of these kids, they're not going to remember. Um, a lot of times you don't remember who people are, but you remember how they made you feel. Like she just kind of said it organically. Mm-hmm. And Matt, as sharp as he is, is like Maya Angelou. Yeah. Yes. And, uh, he, and, and she and she had that pause yes, that yeah. was like, holy shit. Is he calling me out for trying to steal it or is he just trying to like – like be conversational because she kind of had that guilt look on her yeah, face. Yeah. Like she was, she, she got kind of, uh, she got caught doing something, but of course he, as he always does, just played it off perfectly. Yeah. Made her feel good about it. Yeah. Gave her the rose. It's pretty slick. And that's He's pretty what, slick. That's, I think that she's going to win this. And I, I just have this feeling. What? I know nothing. New chick? We don't do spoilers. Yeah. We don't do spoilers. No. I just think that somehow, some way, he chose her personally to come on this show. And I don't know what the circumstances were. Mm-hmm. Maybe uh, Reality Steve has it. But, of course um, he knows. Other, other than that, um, we already kind of told you what the main part of this episode was. Next next episode, Matt's going to have this um, this big conversation about bullying and calling out uh, Brittany for being an escort. I have a feeling Anna, Anna's going to take a bunch on the chin for that um the group date uh to kind of end the episode was a boxing match uh, which insane. was really uncomfortable insane. i don't like no. watching women punching other Ins- women no it was insane um, jason it was, it was crazy stupid. also stupid also they trotted out <laughs> mia st john mia st john <laughs> i was really because wow. they're like we have one of the great champion women's yeah. fighters and i'm like oh who's this gonna be <laughs> and it was me and John. <laughs> i was really hoping it would be who's who's the gina, other gina carana no i like her though who's the other one the the coal miners no is that what she called christy something back when back uh, when there was uh, oh, christy what was it christy martin yeah wait a minute. i think she, i think she i don't think she's what well, i don't think i think she's no longer with us oh I she think died just met her <laughs> think so all right p that was in why do you like these chicks are trading on their appearance like you right you you can't punch it's much like it's much like when ron burgundy and the boys get it on with the action news team and of course spanish language news and and public news all shows up (laughs) there's only one rule no touching of the hair or face and that should that should be exactly the same in the bachelor, yeah. why are these chicks punching each other in the face? It's this this show, and maybe you've alluded to this that Chris Harrison has asserted him, himself. Maybe it's the Chris Harrison influence that they're they're bringing in plants now. They're having fucking punching contests. People are getting bullied. It's, I mean, it's off the fucking rails. This show, and and they've the, wasted their best bachelor in a decade. The boxing, they, they, they squared off pairs. So, but there was never any conclusion. Now there was, there wasn't a tournament. 
There wasn't a winner. No, it was just yes, girls yes, beating the shit yes. out of other girls who don't know how to fight. <laughs> yes. One of them, the lawyer, um, she did, for some reason they didn't put her on camera, but the lawyer, um, not Lauren. Oh, yeah, Lauren. Yeah. She starts to kick Serena P's ass. Yes, she hits her in the throat. It. Yes. And then, like, hurts her nose badly. Yes. Um, and and Matt's like we're done. That's that's it. Like I, he stops all it. The the entire viewing audience was done too. Harrison um, was going to do play by play with Wells. They literally had zero exchanges with the two of those guys. It was a complete waste to have Wells there. Yeah, Wells so was there. I hope that thousand dollars spends well. And when he introduced Wells, he introduced Wells as like some kind of champion amateur fighter. fighter. Yeah. I just, I think Harrison's trying to be funny. He's drunk with power. Talking, talk about wardrobe, wardrobe choices. He was wearing my number one least favorite garment, a sweater with a zipper. If you're, if you, if you have a sweatshirt that can have a zipper, if it's fleece material that can have a zipper, if you're wearing a wool knitted garment, it should not have a fucking zipper on it. He had like a half zip sweater yeah. on. It was hideous. Harrison's got to go. There's been talk that he might be leaving the show. Apparently, he's taking the Joe Rogan train to Texas where he's he's bought a house or something. Uh, get rid of him. It's time for new blood and it's time <laughs> to get this show back to the roots. It's roots. Let the girls come in. Let them get drunk. Let them act crazy. Let them all try to fuck The Bachelor. And we'll watch. We'll love it. No one was asking for this. It's gotten beyond watchable. It's I do it for these people. I do it for the people that are listening right now. That's it. And by the way, let's not... Um, we want. No one's going to feel sorry for Harrison. I think he'll... If he does go into the sunset, it'll be he will be a, 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 a producer He's so by so title. Rich. He's so rich. And he's got like... He's got daytime. Um, who wants to be a millionaire coming in? Is that in. true? He's he's fine. He's fine. Um, so basically, that's it. The punching match, and then the big um, the big reveal where Katie pulls Matt aside and says, "You need to do something about the toxicity in the house." That is the that's the cliffhanger. So next se- next episode, we're gonna have a comeuppance for Anna for calling this chicken escort. Um, Matt's going to realize that some yeah. of these women are here, not here for the right reasons. Yep. And like I said, my prediction moving forward is that Michelle takes this thing. The new chick takes wow. this thing. Wow. Wow. Um, I don't know. Like there's a different front runner every week. And I, th- I think he likes Michelle. Um, I think he likes this, that super beautiful girl with the short hair. He's definitely likes yep. Rachel. He liked Sarah. Sarah left. It's. I think it's anybody's game at this point. We need. What's her name? We need, Brie. We, we need fewer chicks, Brie. not more. Yeah, there's gonna be. A, there has to be like a. There's so many women. There's. I think there's still eight, uh, 19 women. At some point, there's gonna be like a mass cleaning. Like yeah. he's gonna just send eight people God, home. That would be great. And then we get kind of back to normal. Okay. But I'll put. I'll put Brie in that mix just yeah. because. You gave her the rose tonight uh, mm-hmm. just to kind of make her feel better. Yep. They hit it off. So 
Brie, Michelle, and I guess you got to put Rachel in that mix. I don't, you know, who's not in that mix? Catalina, Miss Puerto Rico. She's not in the mix. Hey, shout out to our friend, not Danton Holden on Twitter, which is a kind of a weird handle because as far as I know, his name is in fact, Danton Holden. But he's not. Dan he Tom goes Holden. with not Danton Holden. Do you think that's in case something happens at work where they're like, hey, Danton, what the fuck is up with these tweets you've been sending out? We found your the only Twitter. Thing I, the only thing I see on your Twitter feed, not Dan Danton, is just like uh, pictures of Asian women. Yes, he loves Asian women. Not Dan, but he could be like, that's not me. See, You see right there, it says not after the at. It says not Danton yeah. Holden. I'm Danton Holden. I'm not not Danton. But he passed along that Barstool blogged yesterday that it's time to finally admit that Victoria from The Bachelor is a plant planted paid no actress. Shit. Yeah, we said that on fucking episode one. Like good we, for them. Good for them, and good for us. And yes. and but I thought you were gonna say that not Dan. It was the only viewer in the entire. Uh, bachelor viewership this week. I don't know if they do 2.3 million or whatever yeah. that likes Kimberly, the nurse. I mean, he, he sways, he sways Asian, he, you know, heavily. He has a type, <laughs> not yeah. Danton Holden does in fact have a type and it's Asian women. So yeah, he was probably sad to see Kim go. He, he was yeah. expecting an arc from her. Yeah. <laughs> The most vague contestant, I think, in the history of the franchise will be Kimberly, the nurse Do you from Matt's Bachelor. And you know how when people show up on, you know, when people show up on, on Bachelor in Paradise, you're like, wait, who the fuck is that person? Yeah. And it's a bunch of episode oneers. Yeah. Like Kim <laughs> is actually even less well known than them. Uh, okay, we'll we'll catch up on it next week. We appreciate everybody tuning in. For Jason Stewart, I'm Brian Beckner. This has been the Bachelor Lifestyle from the Lifestyle.com. We will see you next time. Play your cards right, you might end up on paradise. Here's the key to the fantasy suite. Falls deep so you can sleep with your third or fourth girl in a week. We making a connection, we falling in love. We chilling in the mansion outside the hot tub. We starting in LA and then we travel the world. We toasting champagne, we got 32 girls. Who gets a hometown and who's the most hated? Who had the best date and who's getting eliminated? We always speculating like you wouldn't believe. But I cheated, logged on to reality, Steve. So it's the bachelor lifestyle we living in. It's the ball of lifestyle we living in. It's the bachelor lifestyle we living in. It's the ball of lifestyle. Style we living in. It's the ball of lifestyle we living in. It's the bachelor lifestyle we living in.